Welcome to the Soul Aligned Living Podcast. This is a place where we awaken to our brightest, most authentic selves, navigate the journey to integrate divine human self and our divine soul self in a world that forgot to give us the ascension map. Together, we get to find our true path and purpose and take the soul initiation to raise our frequency as part of this great awakening in collective consciousness. Now is the time to choose your happiness and become the soul architect of your life. My name's Alara Dawn. I'm known as the modern day high priestess. I'm a founder of Pure Light 1111, author, public speaker, and grounded transformational guide and multi-dimensional healer for women desiring to elevate their lives, businesses, and legacies. I believe women are being called to reject status quo, all self-sacrifice and narratives that have been told to her to disconnect any part of herself, including her masculine and feminine essence, her sexual pleasure, and using her voice and her intellect. This is a time of feminine awakening and rebirth, and our power lies in owning all of our magic, power, and fire fully. Let's boldly shine unapologetically together. Let's get started. Welcome, gorgeous souls. I have a really juicy episode for you today. Uh, If you are a conscious leader, a change maker, a visionary, you are somebody that feels that you are here to have big impact, whether that is making a change within the organization or the industry that you're in, or you are going to be creating something different, something new. And you know that it's being birthed through the transformation that you have embodied, the wisdom that you hold, and it is a gift to the world. And we need more people like you out there. So this one is for you. Grab a pen and paper. I have just come off a call with a client and we had some really interesting conversations and I want to bring them forward because there's themes and there's patterns that I am seeing and I want to bring them forward because they're going to help you. So one of the first things we started talking about really was are you designing your business based on the now state of the world and the industry? And what I mean by that is are you either projecting the past into the future so you're looking at maybe what happened last year or attempting to guess what might happen in 2024 like you're guessing kind of trends something that's outside of you rather than inner sourcing so there's two parts to this one really getting lined up with your true soul path purpose vision but also then lining it up with the collective change that is about to happen So my client wasn't able to see that bigger picture of how the industry that she is in is going to dramatically change. And what that's going to mean is that there is going to be a very different demand on uh, the services that are provided within that that industry, uh, the expectation of those people that are delivering the services in that, that industry, and also with individuals having a better awareness of intuition being able to read their energy and feel into things more they are going to have more discernment and a deeper layer of um, integrity and maybe personal choice and awareness when they are working with certain practitioners perhaps in the medical field there's going to be a different need for those that are in the clinician roles and the medical field to be showing up the the version of the doctors and the versions and the surgeons etc now is not necessarily going to be what individuals are demanding or desiring to experience going forward once 
people are really waking up and having a wider understanding of themselves, energy, um, and all of that amazing stuff. So I'm asking for you to start looking much bigger picture because there is no point designing something that is really for the next six months, 12 months, when actually what's really being called of you is to step into really this visionary, this pioneer, this version that is here to create the change. And what that will mean is that you need to get comfortable with the next point is what is your relationship like with going first? So in many sort of systems that have been created at this time, there's hierarchy. So there is established criteria and perception of what is acceptable and what isn't. You know, we see this with the way that things are marketed. It's, you know, find a pain point, find a fear-based angle and sell through that. And those that are waking up, those that are more tuned into their intuition and also more uh, aware of both masculine and feminine energies, how things make them feel. They don't necessarily need to be full-on psychics, but ultimately they are taking on more of a internalized perception and interoception, body-mind connection in how they are making choices in their buying. So that means that that old way doesn't really work. And we know that in, you know, kind of the marketing world. However, what it means is that what is it that's right for you and how do you see you being the leader to create something new in your industry? I gave the marketing side of things as a, an example, but for, for me, for example, one of the big things that I had to really, and it was over years actually, uh, and I found myself sat in a box really in the finance industry. So, you know, I had all of my kind of, you know, spiritual awareness and all of my gifts and bits and pieces and they were kind of locked away and I think it was at the age 26 I remember I was about to change jobs and I realized that I was no longer going to go to work in suits I wasn't going to basically put on a mask to fit in in an environment even though I enjoyed what I was doing I was always in really interesting projects I was always doing things that were creating change I was always working with teams working with people and working with clients so I had that element that I really enjoyed but then I had to kind of wear the mundane outfits that didn't fit you know who I was so it was like literally putting on a mask just in what I was wearing so I made a choice that when I moved jobs I would wear exactly what I wanted obviously you know what I felt comfortable in and you know was essentially I think the rule I always went by was if I could happily wear this for dinner after work then it's okay for the office because I was always going to be polished and felt you know nice and felt good in myself and I always had like lots of details and stuff in the finishes of my my outfits and I'd wear nice dresses and there'd be lots of different you know there may be bright colors and a bit of like lace or different textures and stuff so I didn't conform. And I think it's quite interesting how there's a big thing for power suits at the moment because, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny because it obviously had a very different connotation when I was in that environment. Um, so it didn't make me feel good. So I decided I'm not going to be that person anymore. I'm going to be my authentic self moving into this role because if I was going into a new job, showing up 
in a way that I was allowing myself to express through what I was wearing, then I was going to allow myself to be seen more as who I was. And that would give me more confidence and authority to actually, you know, carve out showing up more as myself. And obviously that was a gradual process. But I think literally that was, yeah, maybe 2008, I think. I know, 2005, 2006, I made that decision. Then around 2008, it was really this layering of, you know, kind of, being more open about what I was exploring outside of work, my interests, you know, going down the psychotherapy route, um, all of these things that were very alien to the people around me. But I realized if I just conformed to just talking about, you know, the stuff that was common amongst us, i.e. the banking world, I'd go bonkers because ultimately we spend more time with the people that we're sat with than we do often with our family and you know everybody at home so I realized that I wanted more depth and connection and I wanted to be more of myself whilst I was there and um, I just went ahead and did it I didn't ask for approval from somebody and by the time it was kind of around 2015 that was really my pivotal time where it was like right come out of the full-on spiritual closet I'd already done all of my clinical training by that point um and you know the crystals on the desk dressing whichever way I wanted um and you know and that if that was floaty dresses if that was 70s vibe I was doing it and I was sat on the sales and trading floor for a global investment bank and I was client facing so I wasn't hidden away that no one could see me I did me and that evolved because I was doing so much inner work that these layers of self were kind of shedding um, in quite rapidly as well. Um, and I was kind of having many, many rebirths. And that is an identity and personality shift. And when that happens, we do things like change our hair and change how we're dressing because we realize that who we've been is not who we are now. And the, once we've done the inner work, the outer side of us has to also reflect the changes. So in those experiences, it was very much about not just how I dressed and how I showed up, but it was literally about being unapologetically myself in sharing about what I was doing, about my business, about which was a side hustle at the time and um, my interests and stuff. And I didn't hide it. And quite frankly, the way things kind of work around me is that like uh, there's always lots of synchronicity. There's always things that kind of get brought forward. Uh, energetically for us to kind of see shall we say and um, yeah I wasn't going to hide and I knew that if I wasn't able to be fully expressed and myself in that role then my teams my energetic teams would have moved me on and I actually said that to my boss and he was more worried about me leaving uh, and losing you know a, a member of staff essentially that would have had relationships it would have been more pain for them so actually they gave me the space I needed to be me and Ultimately, that's kind of what we need more of in all environments now. So what does it mean for you to go first? Because it does mean often trusting that inner knowing and that vision so much so that you're ready to kind of go through those waves of rebirth to step towards your goal and start expanding really your your circles, your um yeah, your horizons, which are quite capped when you're literally in, say, one organization or one circle or one industry and um, really beginning to look at, OK, have I got pieces here where I've got a lot of self-doubt or there's worthiness stuff here? Or am I still looking for approval from the hierarchical kind of system 
because unconsciously we're programmed for that at home, in education and in most work environments. And we're also doing it kind of online as well. If, if it's a coaching kind of spiritual community, personal development world, you know, there's a lot of hierarchy there. And, you know, there's a lot of um, the way that success is celebrated in certain ways. I mean, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but ultimately when we get caught up in that, we can lose ourselves and lose our vision. And actually you might be here to do something really, really powerful, really impactful that may not even be represented on social media. And I want to bring that in there because, you know, a lot of the leaders that I work with, they're not, they're not using social media and in the ways that perhaps others are and that would not necessarily be how they were getting their clients or how they would be doing business so we do need to understand that like don't feel like there's only one way there isn't there's many different ways and um this is the power of being around others that are a few steps ahead or also like me like a bridge I'm across many different industries so again really important question for yourself and see what that brings up for you so also you might be one of the change makers because you are in a system already. You know the flaws. You've got enough experience under your belt to know what works, what doesn't. You've got the blooming war wounds. You've had the experiences of being in maybe the male-dominated environment or, you know, the women that aren't opening the doors for others, you know, making changes about yourself and then essentially feeling like you're surrounded by people that are not on the same growth mindset as yourself and they're not on the same soul evolution as yourself. And it can feel quite lonely. So, you know, we've got different ways that, you know, you can use that to your power. You can consider, you know, am I here to make the inner change? Am I here to design something new? And again, this means considering and reevaluating not just for this now moment but future vision what could this expand into who could i be surrounded by that could basically create a collective vision on this you know we're talking about new industries new communities really uh being formed when we come together with our our soul purposes that's that's the clear guidance I've been given it's been for 2 years now you know building foundations new networks new people because ultimately, once this next two years really has occurred during that period, there is going to be such a rapid shift in consciousness that there is going to need to be almost like these project hubs of new communities, industries, etc. in place because they will be part of the stepping stones to the new foundations. So consider, like, we need to think a bit out of the box here. And that really is, you know, that's my forte. So it was a it was a really interesting conversation with my client today and um yeah i'm just bringing more of this through to help you so the next piece is can you see all of yourself because when we are perhaps only seeing ourselves under the identity of the role we've been doing or um the constructs within where we sit at the moment the box shall we say we're stuck in a bit of a silo view and often we it's a bit of a blind spot really and to understand that the version of you that is you know the pioneer that has grounded that vision she's very different energetically um she would have taken many rebirths and leaps and done her inner work and had to make you know changes like rebranding both the 
the product, perhaps, if you want to call it that, or the business, but also herself. Like she's going to gain a level of confidence, you know, new skills, new mastery. And that brings about growth. That brings about that level of evolution. And if we can tap into basically more clarity around that and move more directly towards that and make the bigger steps knowing so locked in that we are bringing all of ourselves to the table rather than little splintered off bits that we kind of tend to do because we're kind of still just trying to you know get ourselves at the table or fit in here or or you know I can't say that or be that in this environment or I can't be all of myself here because no one else is like that all of that has to kind of go it's about literally being bold enough to be you and recognizing that you know there are going to be situations where you don't fit in people don't understand you and that's okay because I've had that all the way along and even when I launched my business back in 2017 I was talking about energy I was talking about soul I was talking about loads of you know really deep spiritual awakening stuff that you know I had thousands of people in communities that were going through all this stuff that most people would not even have any understanding of so I knew it was it was happening you know I was working with these different people but certainly in the finance environment nobody would have even known about it it was like you would have been talking about being on another planet so consider that's okay you're a bridge you are going to be in areas where you have to kind of gauge people's access point to the depth of the information and the wisdom that you can share and that that's fine that's not limiting yourself but if you put a mute button on already because you're worried that other people won't get it then all that's going to happen is you kind of have this energetic shielding and people kind of feel that and they don't trust you because they can't feel you so the more that you can really tap into the embodiment of this being in your heart and when it also comes from the soul it fills you up with such purpose determination passion because it's coming from something far greater than just an idea in your head it's actually something that the minute that you are talking about it the minute that you are showing up and sharing in rooms the minute that you speak the energy and the light force of your soul and source comes through you emanates through you this is this is this is the difference to you know just having a random business idea to actually being embodied in your purpose and really showing up unapologetically because that energy comes through you and it it comes through not from a I'm trying to convince you of my beliefs. It's just about you being yourself and sharing from that space in the same way that when I said to my boss, you know, uh, I remember actually going off, uh, we were on we had client meetings all afternoon. So we basically had a car waiting for us in between every meeting and we'd go in, do our meeting, then we'd drive around. It was the easiest way to do it. And in those times when we were probably about an hour and a half or something in the car, um, I've been talking about lots of different experiences and I'm talking, you know, some quite woo-woo um, and, yeah, some pretty out there, actually. And I was being fully myself. And then, you know, he was then beginning to connect some of the dots between some of the things I was talking about with, like, at the time I was working with men that had some kind of, like, uh, addictions and stuff. It was, like, CEOs, male CEOs, male, you know, people in power uh, in kind of... Um, yeah in the city basically and 
he was then relaying them back to other people that he'd had in his circles and known about because he was beginning to connect the dots, basically, that there was something deeper going on there and that actually, you know, he could kind of comprehend the work I was doing and, you know, other people that had sought help in his circles. So that was great. You know, we were having this conversation where we were, you know, it was, it was a great conversation. Anyway, when I went back to my desk and I then told my colleagues, including my my other manager, they were just like jaw on the ground, you know, shocked because they're like, oh my God, you said that to him. I'm like, yeah, why would I not? Like, I'm not going to go and filter myself and I don't see why, you know, I, I'm really not here to blow hot air up people's asses. I'm not going to sit in a car and, you know, just play kind of like lip service just because this person is more senior than me. I wasn't really showing up in that way. Um, ultimately, it was me leading these meetings because they were my clients. And he was over as a, you know, senior manager coming to meet those clients. So why would I then suddenly change my way of being because of perceived hierarchy? Actually, like, I think that was me being in my integrity and, you know, speaking my truth. And I feel that that was something that was quite alien and probably is for a lot of people. But I can tell you what, if somebody speaks their truth in a way that obviously, you know, is respectful as well, but um, you're more likely to listen to them. You know, I know from managing people, you've got a lot of people that kind of, they just essentially they're trying to manage up rather than actually try to connect with you. And I would rather someone be themselves and bring some of that human to the table because actually that makes everything uh the relationship a lot deeper the experience better and you're probably going to get better results as well so the point being if you can't see all of yourself then it's very hard to bring that to the table and that is really the difference between the identity of where you may be here and where you may be kind of aiming towards versus this vision beyond the vision. Um, and that's really one of the key things that I work with my clients on is that we are going through that experience rather than playing small and shuffling along. It's like, no, this is available for you. The timelines on earth are desiring this. If you say yes, you are saying yes to help the collective and massive change. That means bigger energy. That means bigger impact. That means being bolder as well. And that's going to mean, you know, perhaps deeper layers to go inwards and alchemize and new skills to gain, which is fine. We know that. And that is part of the alchemy along with the soul work, which we do together to get them there. So, I really hope that this has brought another lens of perspective to perhaps your January planning. And um, I also invite you at the moment, I have two spaces in my Diamond Brilliance three month coaching, which is a bespoke container. It's not uh, it's not uh, mainstream coaching. It is not. um yeah, it's not mainstream anything, quite frankly. It is you stepping in and with the bigger vision that we nail down, we start to basically energetically do the inner work so that you can get the momentum, the acceleration and the clearer vision to step into that version. And that is really part of the process that I work on. So we're always going to look at energetic and soul first, clear the decks 
then we're looking at the strategy. That's where you'd be taking your aligned action. That's where you would be stepping into her. That's where you'd be taking these new actions. That's where you'd be connecting into these new communities or these new, having these different conversations. It's not sit and ponder along. It is requiring, you know, expansive action. Um, And when the wobbles happen and the inner work is needed, we can do that. We don't sit there. We go deeper into the the depths of any shadow that needs to come up so we can expand, hold more light, get clearer downloads of the next steps and move. So it really is this opportunity to basically go through the rebirth of whether it's the business idea, the self, into that, that version of yourself with somebody else that can actually see the whole picture not just you attempting to figure it out on your own when you have blind spots. And that's really where most people derail because I'm working at different frequency bands of consciousness of what's happening, seeing the timelines, gathering the the wider viewpoint, getting the out-of-the-box guidance and ideas so that you then can, you know, augment them into what works for you or what is that next perspective, helping you uh through that transition, through that transformation, through that initiation. Because in truth, when we say yes to soul, we are saying yes to expansion, to growth. We are also saying yes to the next dimensional level of our consciousness. We're saying yes to removing a layering that we may carry of the limited self, the the woundings that hold us back from really seeing our full potential. So we can't push forwards just with action through that. We have to do that other piece. And through that container, that's what we do. So none of it's linear. It's always bespoke to the individual. And um, I very much work with those who are here to create positive impact and change. So yes, if that resonates with you and you are feeling that energy, that fire, that excitement, then I'm going to put a application booking link below. And if perhaps this is all very new for you and you may be in a different situation, but you want to consider, okay, well, I'm curious about how I can maybe see more than I can currently, then I'm also going to link in the... um, yeah, the new freebie that I've created, a new mini program called The Eclectic Woman. And this gives you an opportunity to start to um, work more energetically at soul level, subconscious, get a bit of a a clearer picture for yourself. Um, And then obviously it's down to you to bring that to life. But if obviously you're desiring the support in the transformation, the, the growth in a held way, that gets you there from somebody that's got literally over 22 years experience in business, finance, wellness, and has been through so many rebirths myself. uh, This is your invitation to get that support. So sending you lots of love. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be amazing if you could show your gratitude by sharing this with someone who could benefit from its medicine. I would also love it if you could leave us a review on iTunes. Till next time, love and abundant blessings.